Hello, our lovely Girl Awakening listeners. Welcome to 2023. I'm Jo Hendy from the Sacred Sister Project. I'm Amanda Parker of Mayala Organics. Come with us as we journey into this week's Awakening episode. I talk to a spirit. She comes in my dreams. She teaches me lessons. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Jo. Here we are again for another GA. GA. Let's let's make that a thing now, a GA potty. Yeah. Um, this good always. Morning, good always, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this morning we have another beautiful guest, Ree Brooke, um, who is actually a friend of my family's mm-hmm. and goes back a very long time. Um, and we've just been chatting beforehand and a little synchronicities with but even other people that have been on the podcast. That were um, unknown. Uh, that yeah. were unknown to us. Threads. It's just so beautiful, isn't it? Threads that tie. And Touch I actually thread. met Ree through you. Yes. At a boot camp for the Soul weekend yes. a couple of years ago. And yeah. that was a pretty epic weekend. It was. Yes. It was. It was so beautiful. Special bonding. But I have, yeah, it was, uh, it's real joy yeah. today. So we're going to mm. get to see a little bit inside Ree today and her mm. journey. Welcome, Ree. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Yay. Finally. I, well, actually, not finally because. It was all just so beautifully the way it worked out and was meant to be. You mm. had cancellations, we had a cancellation, and it just like aligned. aligned. Mm. So it was absolutely perfect. Yes. So we're, um, there's a big theme today around that as well that's going to come through really yeah. strongly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So uh, Ree is a Zen Tai Shiatsu therapist. Now, I've actually had many treatments with Ree and it's like next level. It's, she gets you in these contorted positions and stretches your body and releases stuff that's, you know, you've been holding on to for years and <laughs> you walk out. Actually, sometimes you feel like crawling out because your body just feels so relaxed. It's like, how do I work again? It's so beautiful yes. what you do and you're so kind of nurturing and gentle and it's like a it's like a mother mother earth hugging mm. you kind mm. of thing and you do it so beautifully and so it's just you know so unique to you a bit like what Amanda does too you know it's, it's that all passion these, that comes through yeah it? it's really the felt mm. yes. yeah yes. Mm. um yeah so Anyone interested in, in trying that out, we'll um, put all the details on the bottom of this podcast. Mm. But we're going to jump straight in. Do you want to ask a big question this oh, morning? Yes, I would love to ask, Ree, what uh, your purpose being here today is to find out how your girl awakening began. Would you like to share with us, beautiful? Yes. How did my awakening begin? I guess like a lot of the time you have things show up when you're in childhood. Mm. but you don't quite make sense of it then mm-hmm. and there's a, a lot I don't remember but there is a significant moment when I was about um, 13 I did a workshop with my mum called Alpha Dynamics oh. and I haven't really heard of it seen it since no but we used to uh, so I grew up on a hobby farm with lots of animals sheep horses dogs, chickens, all that sort of thing. And we were always, mum was always into like doing energy healings on the animals and homeopathics. And if the horse had a sore foot, we'd make a poultice. So we'd kind of like open to that. So I guess it actually started healing the animals. Yeah. And I guess realising now that it was more like a 
telepathic communication with them. Yeah. And I also see that my mum does that as well. But it was just having a conversation with them without words. Wow. But now I understand what that is. Mm. And Amazing. Mm. it started there and then when I was 13, I did this workshop with mum and it was all about, because we had a, an old bushman who was our horse riding instructor mm-hmm. who would kind of do their teeth do their shoes as well so he was a, a jack of all trades mm. and he was a very spiritual man wow. and he um, told us about this this course and it was all about being able to so you'd go kind of each weekend for so long and the ability to kind of create this workshop in your mind to actually heal yourself to heal others how to heal remotely um, wow. did a lot of that eye gazing with another person and then you'd mm. kind of or how to remember things and it was all like done with like colors descending or numbers descending in wow so it's kind of open to that at 13 yeah big step in the door <laughs> yeah so like we used to have this massive we used to rescue a lot of animals so pretty mm. much all our dogs were rescues all oh. our horses were wow and they had some sort of trauma yeah. that we'd spend months working with. Wow. So like um, a sanctuary, isn't it? Yeah. Feel. Mm. And when you go to my parents' property, they're at Sanford on the north side of Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, it is actually like between like energy grid lines. Ah. So it's actually like this haven wow. for animals and spirits. And you go there and the place is full. You can mm. feel them all around you. Wow. It is like this little haven between these energy lines yeah it's like peace oh. and it's a very everyone that comes just instantly oh don't want to leave yeah. yeah animals that come here just like transform they're yeah. like a different animal a different personality they're being after a month. seen and being nurtured yeah wow. grounded in yeah grounded in so yeah. yeah so i guess growing up i guess people or was not i didn't feel like i could be myself around them mm-hmm. on that whole thing of not being understood mm-hmm. or seen, which mm-hmm. is our topic for today. <laughs> yeah. But I felt my the animals saw me. Wow. So and there was this I remember like it's it's recently come up um diving into childhood stuff because mm. I've always gone, oh I've got to move forward, gotta you know, just work on this, focus on that. Yeah. And it's like, oh just being present with my childhood felt like this deep deep loneliness Mm. that completely like swallowed me in Mm. and it was the only time I could actually I I remember sitting under a big fig tree and my dog would walk up and he would literally just lick my arms sit there and rest his head on me and I just have this conversation with him and he would reply and just fully understand where I was at or I remember running down the paddocks you know being upset about something and I'd be sitting in my horse's paddock and she would just come up and put her forehead on mine oh. or her, her head on my heart. And I'd just like cry and she'd hold me. Oh. So I've had like so many times of like, they just saw me, understood yeah. me. Yeah. I didn't have to like explain myself. And there was this pure like Love. connection. Yeah, yeah, connection. Yeah, mm. that's so beautiful. I've actually just saw a picture of, um, mm. there's now places you can go with horses that actually do therapy. Yes. and they do exactly what you just said they either pop their forehead on your forehead or yeah. they pop their head on your heart and i just like oh yeah man, you can feel you can feel oh that's just so beautiful so, yeah, yeah so powerfully beautiful so without mm. kind of being aware of that until now reflecting yeah. back 
How of, special it that actually is. started there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. And you would have just thought that was normal. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. have been anything to you. You would have just like, oh, this is my life. Like, yep. Any other kid would go and jump on a bike and ride the bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're yeah. out with the, on the farm with these horses ha- communicating with your animals and it's just totally normal for you. Yeah. And so even if you'd go and, you know, do a competition, it would be just like I would have a thought of where I wanted to go mm-hmm. and she would just go there. Wow. Because we had built this respect and this bond. And I'm like, oh, I know if something's not right as soon as I sat on her. And wow. then this was the whole... And this is where I've learned that this mm. whole energy healing and the sensitivity of touch with mm. the, I guess, the, uh, the purpose, the, what I do now mm. came from this. Mm. Because my, I always remember my teacher saying to me, you know, when you sit on the horse, imagine that your spine is actually a part of their spine, that you are wow. a part of them. Wow. So can you actually feel? And we'd have to ride around with our eyes closed without holding onto the reins and purely just feel their mm. hind leg stepping underneath so you could feel which leg was stepping under more than the other wow. or if they were sore if they weren't he's like okay you want to stop here so you pre-think that give them warning and then just breathe out sit deeper and then stop mm. wow that's that real essence of becoming one isn't that yeah, yeah it really was that wow. being able to feel so deeply into your bones and then into another being yeah and so that's kind of where it started just that passion for movement and it was like like my friend said to me the other day that's your language Mm. Mm. and that's where I guess I get nervous about the talking and and sharing stories because everything comes to me through a deep feeling in Mm. my bones Mm. and then imagery Mm. I see so much imagery Mm. that it's almost like you kind of it's like codes you sort of have to depict what what imagery and stories playing out and mm. then give it words yeah a bit like dreams yeah yeah it's like, like that trying to make sense of what you're seeing yeah so i've often um in the beginning i thought that was my head just making up all this stuff yeah so it was almost like i would see all this stuff but it didn't quite make sense because it was really abstract when it started mm. Mm. and then um there was like a disbelief so that would kind of close it off yeah. and I'm like well I'm not going to share this because people are going to think I'm crazy yeah right and then um I started seeing uh I guess a clairvoyant medium who she could talk to animals and anyone that sort of passed over mm. and are you still like 13 14 how old are you now no older yep because it's kind of started from then and it was like slowly. Yeah. You know, yep. some people yes. get a big awakening. Yes. It was like this drip feeding yeah. for years. Mm. Beautiful. And then, so, so I would have been... you're at normal school too, aren't you? When you're through all this, yeah. 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 Mm. Regular school. Regular school, yeah. And um, so when would this have been? Because when I was about 19, I did some self-development workshops. So I was a personal trainer at this point in time. Yeah. Mm. Um teaching water aerobics and boxing like yeah all that sort of stuff and then it kind of started to go oh, this is not quite I can't work in a regular gym mm-hmm. like if this is what it's like it's not me yeah so I found a studio believe it or not called emotion fitness <laughs> <laughs> and like, this is me and they were right into life coaching and the holistic side yeah, yeah working on your stuff yeah and the holistic aspect of yes yeah. mm. so at 19 I was exposed to that mm-hmm. 
and then so went on a journey of all of that and then um but then also saw the entities and the distortion or the ego ah. that was still present in when groups of things come together. Yeah. Mm. And mm. so it was, it was interesting to observe, yeah. but I didn't see it when I was in it at the time. No. It wasn't until after that I was, I think I was 21 and I went traveling around Europe. Yeah. Just kind of packed my bags, had a one-way ticket and got on the bus about thing and just traveled by myself. Unreal. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll, you know, constantly seeking and searching that always feeling lost, always feeling alone. And I thought, maybe if I go to the other side of the world, <laughs> yeah. I'll find what I'm looking for. <laughs> Which happens sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Meet someone of from course. home across the other side of the world. That's right, that's right. But I realized that like when I got there, I was like, oh wow, I've traveled all this way and I still feel I'm running from this feeling. Yeah. Mm. And I still feel exactly the same, even though I'm like thousands of miles away. Yeah. Wherever you go, there you are. That's mm. it. Mm. And I was exposed to Zen Thai before then. And it was just that resonance, that deep calling mm. that was like, it was just experiencing it for the first time. And it just made sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's just like that heart was just like, mm-hmm. it's like someone was saying in your ear, you have to do this. So as soon as I came back from traveling, that's exactly what I did. And I've been doing about 10 years now. Yeah, wow. Haven't stopped. And then you always learn stuff along the way. Yeah. yeah. But it kind of just evolves the practice evolves like as you i guess awaken as a person mm. how you do one thing is how you do everything yeah and no, absolutely and it grows with you that's mm. right and so you so were kind of sorry yeah. you were you were kind of born into already quite a woke family i don't like that word woke but an awake family. awake family like your mum seems just from what you've shared yeah seemed like she was on her own kind of um journey into this realm as well like she knew that there was something more out there for you to for her to hold a space for you to be able to feel it in yourself yeah and have that resonance so um i guess she was basically a nature spirit wasn't she like doing what she loved Mm. and yes you were in harmony with that like that was Mm. a a harmony for both of you that's Mm. it and i think along like we've spoken about this often and she said wow I just love hearing about what you're doing in your life because everything that you're doing is what I always wanted to do. And it's because Mm -hmm. she didn't have that support around her. Yeah. And she was in, in that time it was, she wanted to do things differently. She knew there was that calling, Mm -hmm. but then that doubt came in or it wasn't that support. She was the only one feeling this way. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I'll do it this way. Yeah. Even though it didn't feel right. Mm. And there's like everything she passed on, I guess, and shared with me, just like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? And yeah. it's just like, I've just kind of followed and brought that into my life. Yeah. We're lucky we have so much more freedom these days around, you know. Taking opportunities or just stepping into a space that seems outside of the box. Yeah, mm. absolutely. There's a lot mm. more people that um, feel supported in that area. Where back, you know, speaking for your mum, my mum, I mean, your mum, Yeah. it's yeah. like, you know it was against the grain yeah you know you had to either fully step in and do it and just go for it or hide it yeah because you would have been made to like you're crazy or you know that's not right you need to get a nine to five you need to you know have family children and i guess also like the support groups that you're talking about too um were more uniquely 
scattered, I guess, for women to have a louder voice back even a generation ago and say, oh, I want to go to university when I'm 20 instead of doing, um, you know, stepping into marriage and a family, things like that. Freedom of choices, even though we're an open society. <laughs> yep. um, it, it takes courage at any time and a certain knowingness, but if you're questioning yourself in, in any way, in any way, as regardless, if you're questioning yourself regardless, it becomes so much harder at a different level, even if there are avenues. And it sounds like the, the people that your mother gathered around like the the person who cared for the horses and things like a spiritual man i mean she was attracting to her a tribe a, a tribe a unit a community mm, anyway yes, wasn't it and that yes. was you know yeah what a strength in itself so mm. you now <clears throat> traveled overseas and you're searching for something that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> um were you still very conscious of you know what was happening around you and all of that, or was you were you still were you kind of wanting the normal thing like were you wanting to party, were you wanting to, you know, or were you still very much open to having an experience and knowing that you know you're not just human, you're there's other stuff going on, or were you avoiding that? I was probably more avoiding it. Yeah, the whole wanting mm. to fit in. Yeah, and that changing yourself to what um, you think society wants you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like oh, if I per, if I behave this way or yeah. and look this way, then you know mm. I'll fit in. So I was there's this constant tug of war. Yeah, for quite a number of years, um, in had, myself. Yeah, about that. Yeah, and then had, a lot had, of anger. I had a lot of anger. I was just going to say, how was that working for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you answered me before I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of anger and that f- just frustration of like. Mm why am I pretending to be something else this is not me and then it was exhausting yeah Mm. so it's like we'd go out pretend to be something else and it's like it took all your energy that I'm like okay I've now got to go away for like a week and (laughs) isolate myself Mm. and then then the loneliness stuff comes up yeah Yeah. so it was a really interesting little cycle and pattern that played out there would definitely be Mm. for years and it was more that oh why is it happening to me yeah rather than that it's happening for me yeah it's like now that you see that like in challenging times in life you're like man i'm being really tested right now (laughs) i remember this is happening for me this is a gift what what am i so am i so in the emotional body that i can't see the gift yet yeah and sometimes just having those little words just to like Mm. um slow down and then you go give it a month or two or even a week it's getting quicker and quicker yeah now it's down to 24 hours yeah boom i see it now yeah (laughs) okay we can move through that yeah no absolutely that's pretty powerful but yeah, the Zen, the Zentai, as most people, I know you had another beautiful lady who has done the Zentai training and it's a very transformational experience for self. So it's like, I might, when I first started, oh, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to do that. And it completely like cracked me open Wow! because I'm the kind of person that, and I guess there's other, lots of other women out there that do this is, um, you're going through a struggling time within yourself or your mm. your belief patterns mm. and all of that. Mm. And so I tend to retrieve yeah. and like almost hide yeah. when I'm in a state of struggle. Yeah. Mm. And it's like when I start to give it a few days, once I start to feel better, then I can come out and talk about it to you. But I come across of like, oh, I've worked this out and yes. it's okay. Yes. I was in this, but I can say it and like not cry yeah, or yeah, yeah. not yeah. feel it. 
because you've been in that yes, space in your cave like, basically I'm a vulnerable yeah. woman because I'm sharing this yeah. with you but really yeah. I haven't looked at everything yeah. <laughs> yes but they're looking at you saying but why are you smiling I'm like what are you, why you look so happy I'm like you know does, I don't feel everything. this is real <laughs> so there's this whole I'm false sense of belief I'm a totally vulnerable raw woman yeah. <laughs> I can just do this without crying yeah don't worry I've, I've got it worked out I've got it mm. sorted and it's but I just won't show anyone that when I'm actually in the process yeah, falling yeah. apart yeah. yeah and so that's been the learning of to actually actually even show myself mm. this rawness and this vulnerability and mm. it's okay to like not have to like oh my god why am I crying you yeah. know that whole hold it back in starting to kind of allow that allow that in mm. yeah oh totally hearing that yeah, and feeling too. that as well and and the, and the the when the card that we pulled today is trustworthy guidance but also just pulling back to trust you know to being trust that you've been received like with that horse and your dog coming up to you and just giving you without any words but so much feeling support and recognition mm. there's not many um it's it's not always easy to receive that from people and i was reflecting when you were talking before about you know your been surrounded by these beautiful animals and the space that was there and the communication that telepathy that was there mm. it's very uncomplicated it's very pure and it's just it's um so just pure in the heart and to have our words often complicate things so much you know mm. conversations because people you know as much as someone wants to be there for you they will filter through their own processes th their own experiences what they're hearing of you mm. Um, so sometimes they're hearing you, sometimes they're not. Sometimes you just need that being received, don't you? Mm. So I kind of understand what you're saying about needing to retreat to process the rawness of it because it's <laughs> yes. just solely raw. <laughs> mm. so it's no, no um, colorings. Yeah. But it is also an amazing thing to have when you do have people around you that can receive you, do see you to be there for you in that moment too isn't it yeah mm. yeah and that's um like the zen thai community i remember the first day working they're going i hope i'm in the right place you know you rock up with your bags because it's like a four-day retreat sort of mm. thing and this woman just comes up to me and goes oh you're here welcome and just gives me the biggest hub oh. hug i didn't know her yeah. at all yeah and i would never like someone just completely mm. giving you this unconditional love this embrace as if you've known each other for 10 years yeah. and I was like wow like just this this realness yeah and I'd never experienced that in life before yeah <laughs> without any hidden agenda yeah. or it's like I'm just like blank face like hugging her just going wow this feels nice yeah. <laughs> this is different yeah and then I just yeah fell in love with the practice because it's heartfulness it's you know it's not just about the body it's about the spiritual practice, the emotional body, the Chinese medicine, the five elements, how that's all weaved in. And then, mm. as you know, Gwenny will say at the end now, you learn the sequence to then forget the sequence. Yeah. And you make it your own. Yeah. And that's the, the beauty in this is because everyone that does it has their own unique yeah. little presence Essence. that they bring to this. And mm. it just keeps evolving it's this ever-growing ever-changing it's not one sequence you learn 
But then you go, oh, I found a better way to do this. Mm. Everyone, let's do this. Oh, wow, that's cool what you're doing. Let's bring that into it too. Yeah. Wow. So it was in a, you're in a circle. There's no hierarchy. It's this sharing, collaborating, because everyone comes from different walks of life, sees yeah. it from mm. a different perspective and has something juicy to bring into it. That's life, isn't it? Yeah. And that's where mm. I met Mark. My ah. husband and I. So we actually met in Bali doing a Zentai yoga flow course for two weeks. Wow. And it was just that soul connection. Yeah. It was just that like we'd be, we call it the love bubble. Yeah. Because we just like met. And it's like, mm. honestly, this like shield of like light kind of came around us. And it's like, we could be there for two hours talking and it feel like five minutes. Wow. Yeah. We weren't even aware of people walking around. Yeah. It's almost like you're in a daze. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And so we've, our souls are just like connected yeah. ever since. And like, it's been like a, a journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you wouldn't have it any other way. No. And that ever since meeting Mark, then, you know, met you guys. Yeah. And then that's where, it, like, mm. the awakening really has kind of just Taken off. accelerated from there. Yeah. Just all the stuff, you know, we learnt with Trev and mm. how much, you know, he holds him so close to his heart mm. of how much he's – he does life completely different yeah. ever since, you know, yeah. you guys being in his world. Mm. And then he shared a lot of that stuff with me. Mm. So I tend to be more that sort of – cyclone in the emotional body <laughs> and he can just so calmly just step in and diffuse like the chaos that's going on in my brain yeah and yeah like we can discuss things and it sort of things are clearing like within hours or one conversation where it'd take me like two weeks before mm. yeah mm. and then having having two beautiful step boys as well as my own little two-year-old now there's constant like I really believe that oh, accelerates your oh my goodness yeah your journey I remember listening to a podcast of a lady saying you know it's actually our family and the people around us that we constantly bump up against mm. that reflects what we need to learn and change and grow absolutely and so you think oh my sister's doing my head in or yeah. oh, son oh, for goodness sakes I need time out right now yeah but then you just witness something and there's like this mirror reflection of like, oh, this is what I'm not taking responsibility for. Yeah. Or like, how can I, mm. it's actually my behavior that's setting everyone off. Yeah. So it's like, there's like this daily reminder of like, to step up and yeah. to observe. What a beautiful reflection. Cause I think so a lot of us, mm. um, you know, we don't put as much, importance on the people that are closest to us mm. in the reflection side of things we kind of just go oh it's just life you know yeah. just count um, but if it happened to a, with a friend mm. it would be so much more deeper and it means something and all of this but mm. when it, the same thing might happen with a family member we kind of write it off and we go oh just because it's my sister or my husband or whatever it's like ah, oh, no 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 that's she's always mother. like that if she's yeah. always doing yeah. that it's an outside thing as opposed to yes. what you were just explaining absolutely yeah. so every, in every moment there's somebody um ready to support you on your journey whether you like it or not <laughs> <laughs> and you know a lot of that is the closest people to us yeah yeah but we we a lot of the time we don't want to look at that either you know because they're always there we just want them to go go away for a little while yes until i calm down (laughs) stop doing what you do to me all the time this is your fault yeah (laughs) yeah so that's such a beautiful reflection for you to have that with mark and and be able to bounce off each other because i'm sure he does the same thing 
the expansion yeah. Yeah. you know the channel the open channel was what i was feeling when you were talking was just yes. that open channel mm. yeah which just has so much possibility and potential and yeah. energy flow doesn't it mm. that's it and such a healing with the masculine yeah because that was the other thing that i'm really been working on the last 12 months is how to do mm. this whole sacred feminine thing yeah because yeah. i've like lived in the masculine for so long like you know mark was studying full-time for seven years like mm. the whole time we were together so yeah. i didn't know any different and i was like okay you study full-time okay you can he was almost like you know look after the kids kind of thing within studying and then i was working That's in right. brisbane yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah and so it was this very like again accelerated learning yeah. of like okay i'm now pregnant with my bub and it's like you have to step into the feminine yeah. and it was like oh yeah i understand the the my oh but how to actually feel it be it really do yeah. it and bring it into your life yeah and there were things about the masculine that um i wasn't even aware of that mm -hmm. i was doing like that organized having everything pigeonholed structured of like okay, everything's in flow because it's like every hour in the diaries like yeah if something falls out i'll lose it but <laughs> right now it's just like it's all together and go oh you've moved that well i don't know what to do now and yeah <laughs> so i didn't even realize that was being in the masculine yeah. that rigidity yeah, yeah. Mm. so i've really just gone on this massive like year of actually discovering that and wow. it's kind of this clumsy journey in it. We go, oh, I'm in my feminine for like an hour. And then someone said this and I'm like, why the hell did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, okay, back away. She's got her claws out. <laughs> I just want to hug and everyone's scattered. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, like up and down, in and out, up and down, yes, in and out. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. I feel like doing such a clumsy job of this. But it's like that whole... Like, but you're doing it. Yeah, doing yeah. It. but giving, yeah. It, giving it a go. And so that was, that's been the last 12 months is this deep dive on like what actually is um, the feminine and to really, and it's interesting that I've chosen Zentai because I spend all day holding people yeah, and being that mother. And it's like, oh, actually all I want is that, mm. but I can't actually allow others to do that for me. Ah, mm. it's funny when you just yeah. said that, I straight away went back to the horse, you know, like you're now doing what the horse did for you yeah you know it's yeah. like in some way you're holding mm. nurturing supporting people there's no word spoken it's just yes. this beautiful yes. flow of you know love and connection that you do for people that's so that's so unseen so yeah. yeah yeah unseen mm. <laughs> there it is again <laughs> but so sacred you know mm. Mm. i felt unseen felt, felt. yes yeah. absolutely mm. yeah and i'm and i'm and because I'm going to ask you to explain, like, actually, what a Zentai session is about. But it's a, it's movement, isn't it? So it's flow, and this is what you're talking about with, like, the dance between the masculine and the feminine. That the flow, that the flow, yes. the holding space, the flow, the yes. holding space, and that's kind of that's really what, like, in Zentai. You're Can I just say something very quickly? Because yeah. this just popped in. <laughs> I watched a video this morning on one of my favourite ladies, Sarah Alcoldy, <laughs> this morning. Yeah. She's talking about how do we um, ascend, like a, a quicker way to ascend. And she started talking about the fascia. 
Uh, <laughs> and it literally just then it was just like whoa oh my god because I thought yes, of you yes so she was talking about the, the physical side of the body and especially mm. the fascia and how yes. we can work with that to yes. help us become more fluid in our mm-hmm. body to help us ascend. So 100%. I'm going to leave. I'm going to hand it over to you. Come on, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been diving into this the last two years. Yeah. So ever since, so if you asked me like five years ago of mm-hmm. what Zentai is, it would be a totally different explanation. Like a physical, more of a physical body type. Yes, because yeah. mm-hmm. I've been like the physical body is what I know yeah. so deeply. And But it's definitely transforming into more of like an energy healing at the same time as doing body work Mm. so i'm really excited but really curious about this because i'm kind of learning it yeah it's really just starting to come into play and i did a course online course last year and it's a whole new technique from a lady in america uh, alicia celeste and she does like a stepping so a form of like standing on your forearm and then you have to move your fingers or your hands in different ways and she talks about actually shearing Mm. the layers of fascia wow and how that shearing that stimulating actually generates the hyaluronic acid that our body naturally makes Mm. that is used in like this our body has like a water battery from the water we drink Mm. needs this hyaluronic Mm. acid Mm. and then it turns it into this gel like fluid Mm. substance which is fascia Mm. that then feeds and nourishes like all the fascia all the organs all the tissue and it's like I, that like in amazing. some it's areas, so amazing, isn't it? and you yeah. can also feel where en- like energy yes. holds in this area, you know, yeah. like, like trauma, like you know, That's 100% yeah, right. Yeah. So you not only have like the sheaths of fascia, like when you a great example is like on a um, a roast chicken, you take the skin off. There's like that thin yes. white sort of layer. That's fascia, connective yeah. tissue. So you have this physical thing you can see, mm-hmm. but it's also like this gel-like substance, mm. and that moves like water in the body. Mm. And it's like I can see it and feel it. So now when I do, now when I do uh, zentai and this this body work, I actually feel myself go inside. Yeah, mm. wow. And I can have a, it's like everyone's body has a different, um, I guess like some people can talk to other people's higher self and their soul and it oh, like yeah. has a voice. Yeah. But it's like I do that with the body. Yeah. So like someone called me a body whisperer yeah. the other day. Beautiful. Yeah. So if that's a way to, because this is all felt, so it's hard to give words. Yeah. And so it's, trusting, it's isn't yeah, it? it's like I can actually feel and sense the liver and it has its own energy it has its own have its own conversation with it and their body has an own language and conversation and it will direct me and i'll even see images of how i need to have their body mm. to free out that physical trauma in their fascia wow. because they say that the brain cells that we actually have in our brain are scattered all through our connective tissue yeah mm. And that if you were to actually strip away all your bones, all your muscles, organs, and just had the fascia of a person, yeah, you'll be able to see the complete outline of them. Wow. Like a mother would know it's her child. Oh. And it also stores memory. Mm. And what I've been learning is your fascia also, um, it actually can sense, like your brain goes, perceive danger or safe. Mm-hmm. It's very black and white. Whereas your fascial system, if you're walking into a social environment and if you kind of sense something doesn't feel right, it will actually start to 
like change and try to protect you. Wow. And if you're in, in a feeling unsafe, it will actually thicken in parts of your body to actually make a physical shield wow. to protect you from the outside the world. The body is freaking amazing, isn't it? It's magical. It's like mm. we just do not give it enough, you know. Yeah. Well, this and this Acknowledgement. is coming into knowing, learning around this magic and what our bodies is. Mm, the awareness yeah. around this. I mean, oh Jesus, we need to be so much more humble around what we, mm. how we, how we heal, what we know, what we don't know, and how yes. we can, how how we can honor this vessel that mm. we are in so much more. Yeah, it's just amazing. Mm. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so I've just fallen in love with it. It just makes so much sense. Yeah, mm. And so she does this really powerful technique and it's like as I step off that person's body, I actually can see where it moves mm. to and it might move to a complete, maybe their arm, but it moves to the opposite hip. Wow. It's like a wave rolls through their body. Wow. Um, and so now as I have more of the ability that I can actually have my eyes open, be working and be seeing and mm. almost like, I guess, channeling if that's the right word yeah. so the the guides of theirs come in and sometimes it's even another language comes in yeah and i and you know i'm just like oh i'm you know i don't do this language thing you know whatever and next minute i'm speaking this other language <laughs> and I'm thinking, but if you would ask me how to repeat what i said after the treatment no way yeah, yeah. yeah. like we disappear into this bubble yeah. this vortex and there's just magic yeah magic is the word of what unravels yeah and it's, it's not, back to that oneness yeah you know it's like where you Wish become you one with that yes <laughs> and so then that's the mm -hmm. other therapy i've been dancing with is called wu tai yeah uh, so the, the zen tai which is what um gwenny's magic is made and then he's also learnt from this beautiful man roland the french osteopath and he's merged osteo with tai and he's kind of created his own gestures of how to actually um, dance with the fascia mm. so Wu Tai or osteo dance is like two circles if you imagine where they cross over in the middle mm, the visia pexi pesky or whatever we still the other day yeah so it's like you've got your energy field yes, and the, the other, other person's energy field and that energy. space where they cross over that's where the universal energy comes in yes mm. that's the vesica pixie or am I saying it pesky yeah. something like that I so that's the, the symbol of the Wu Tai Ah, right. wow. Because he's a very spiritual man too. And like you could, like Trev would love it to yes. see him have conversations with this man. Yeah. It's like next level. And he's just one of those geniuses that have just studied everything. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, so I've literally done 30 years of study, you know, dissecting cadavers year after year. And this is what I've, you know, come with. So I've brought mm. the osteo to the floor. Yeah. And so it's all about... Um, being in a gesture, finding this reciprocal tension, mm. like almost like a rubber band. Yeah. Where it's not pulled too tight. It's not too slack. And then you start to pulse. You start to do these circles as if you're following a little fish in a fishbowl is what mm. he says. And you start with the circles. Then you move into the figure eights. So it's like then you lose the fish oh. in the bowl and you're now in the ocean oh, wow. and it's like you're actually feeling and sensing there's this this is the giving and the receiving yeah. because if you're actually being drawn into the person's body they need the healing if it's actually you're being pulled away you need it ah. so at the same time we're actually both receiving oh, and giving beautiful. to each other yeah and 
Beautiful. He always mm-hmm. says before you start a practice, you actually face away from the body. And he does this qigong movement with his hands and it kind of realigns like all the organs. It's almost like a double helix kind of movement. Yeah. And he's like, you let go of everything you know. Wow. Everything you've learned, everything you know, and you just step in and just do what's needed. Yeah. And so it's this whole just being called as if you've like, you know nothing. Yeah. And you're like doing this for the very first time. Wow. And so really being, I just fell in love with his, his work. So it was fascia in this whole subtle, gentle way. Wow. And then actually moving in a way. So it's like, um, and we'll come into this in the mother of Iowa is very present with mm. me and she will show me she goes on the inside of their body I watch her she kind of heals and she'll guide me or then move inside my body and move this way so mm. I have to undulate in a certain movement at a certain pace for this body mm. to free out what needs to be freed out wow and so it's almost like as I'm learning as I'm going all of this an yeah. understanding of actually who I am mm. so it's kind of like this self-discovery through this body work this healing yeah and yeah just so much passion fuels me up because i'm like oh i've always wanted to know Uh i feel like i've come here to be in service yeah yes it's like my whole life purpose all my searching all my searching through my whole life has been to try and all i want to do is be Mm. in service to another human being And I've been learning since doing some healing work with um, Brett and some other different beautiful people, um, understanding of actually who my soul is, where I've come from mm-hmm. and what I'm here to do. Mm. So it's all about that I've been a healer over and over again. And it's actually starting to learn how to go back, retrieve what I used to do and then bring that healing in to heal people in this body, in this life. Mm. So that's the quest I'm kind of on yeah it's so beautiful just Uh. listening to you say that and i'm having these realizations around you know being of service when you're in true service you are literally getting back yes what you need like the universe is then of service to you you know it's like Mm. whatever you're being in service to or of is literally flowing back to you just hearing you talk about you know what you're giving people and doing for people but you're getting it back yes just as much yes that's right and there's like there is no time Mm. yeah and you have an abundance of energy Mm. it's like i'll do seven seven i've done up to 10 hours straight in one day amazing and it's like Mm. when you're in that vortex yeah it's like time doesn't exist and you're just in such flow Mm. And this is where it's like, that's the sacred feminine in that moment. So I'm also learning from this practice of how to bring this into my life, mm. everyday life, when I'm being mum, yes. when I'm yeah. being, you know, businesswoman over here or doing the groceries, how can I be that, that flow, that divine feminine in practice as in practice in my life? Yeah. And um, I need to pause on that for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling that. Because mm. I literally, I literally was when you was just that was what came up when you were speaking. I was thinking, how like for our listeners as, as much as for us sitting here, because mm. we're we're literally feeling in that flow of what Rhi is sharing with us about what her practice is, what her what her 
services mm. but then when you walk out of that bubble out of that space how does that all translate into the real world you know um, and then you just explained like how you know, you're learning how to hold that out into other avenues of how life expresses yes yeah and I find for me it's the feeling so mm -hmm. it's like we never forget a feeling it's like you can close your eyes and you can remember you have a certain mm. feeling in your body mm. no matter what feeling or vibration it is and you can actually recall that and bring that back into your body in this moment even if it happened 10 years ago mm. and so I go oh if I can feel what it feels like to do this dance I'm going if that's the sacred feminine so how can I this breathing and actually feeling myself slow down mm. and it's like I start to um, expand almost out of my meat suit that mm. I'm actually not physically here anymore yeah Aww. and I'm like oh there's this slowing down ah there I am there's that feeling of self and then there's this like fluid movement mm. and that's how I go okay oh I lost it I lost the I was stepping into my masculine scaring all the boys away <laughs> my family away and then it's like oh i gotta come back breathe and it's as soon as i shift my energy it's interesting how my family all the boys around me their energies shift mm -hmm. and so we really are almost like that keystone of balancing the energies and how quickly we can shift it back mm. yeah when you have that connection because uh we've like so much is changing now like you know we've talked these times are just incredible and this is mm. just a mm. time frame in all of being where you know what you're describing about for me is resonating so deeply mm, so what deeply. a lot of this is all about mm. and you know the talk about the med beds and things like that that you know people some people my mother like just so um holding their breath for because of the healing experiences that they're every part of their bodies are crying out for yes but what you're talking about is literally what this premise of for example the med beds are about or this technologies Absolutely. that some of our people have spoken about that are coming through it is about for me what you're talking about it is about activating some people are here to be healers and obviously mm -hmm. their level of activation in that space is even bigger but i feel like in every being that responsibility to activate in ourselves our healing energy that flow in ourselves yes. what you're talking about right now yes. is incredibly entwined with the essence about what this new earth is about because it's a it is what it is isn't it it's it, it is it. it's a beautiful balance <laughs> of um of leading and being led mm, yes. you know it's like it's the feminine it's the feminine and the masculine and it's the holding space and allowing space it's there's just so so many things that that mean the same thing mm. you know and it's about just being conscious of being in that space with as much as you can and the activation of our cellular body yeah our, yes you know but and our beingness mm. in a reciprocal relationship with that like you said that self-awareness yeah yeah where am i sitting yeah how am i responding to that am i holding space am i flowing around yeah this moment 
Oh, just I'm feeling like <laughs> yeah and it's wild because you know we're, we're here we're in the bubble we're in the bubble right now we're having mm. this conversation it's a there's a it's a beautiful space there's a lot of expanse expansion that's opened up in the space this morning mm. and so how do we you know how do we learn to be able to take that space with us everywhere we go you know and yeah. that's the challenge that's mm. where we're at because it's the mm. smallest things, you know, we can get in the car and we can go out the driveway and someone can pull up in front of us and we're like, fucking idiot, you know? <laughs> Use your indicator. And then, you know, for me, for me recently, it's like I really get upset at myself, you know, when yes. I do stuff like that. And it's yes. like, Joe, you know, what are you doing? Get yes. your shit together, you know? Yeah, yes. You've been going so well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I literally, yes. I'm constantly yelling at myself and then I laugh. Like this morning I did I had yeah, a little accident at the gym and I was just like always. riding my body off. Like, you can't let me down now, you know. Yes. I'm really loving doing this. <laughs> I'm going so well, you know. And then it's like, whoa, mm. okay, that's why my body kind of had that little reaction this morning because Funny. I've probably been a little hard on it, mm. you know. And it's like, you need to give me a break, <laughs> you know. You need to rest you're pushing too hard you're yeah. feeling amazing so you want to go harder yeah yeah that, mm. that's the masculine side for me you know it's like oh okay i need to be i need to start really refining you know yeah that's what i'm getting to with what you're talking about it's getting really mm. refined <coughs> in the feeling area yeah not that that's what's happening and that's what i would say is like your body can't just write you an email and go hey i need a rest <laughs> this week so it's like it's going to give you feelings emotions sensations absolutely and so if it like often we get attached to oh this is really painful i've got to get rid of it oh it's just driving me nuts I can't. and we actually almost like sometimes panic or fear or yes we go oh relapse or five years ago this happened yes is that going to happen again mm. and it's like sometimes it's just it's amazing you go, oh i get curious about that feeling mm. going, yeah. wow where actually is it wow when i press here it radiates up to the top of my head and it's like you actually stay present with this sensation that it's not bad it's not good and go ah oh, body what are you trying to tell me yeah. that i just can't see i'm moving too fast i'm ignoring you yeah and we either have things where we like run away from it or we mm. just go into rapid, I'm going to throw everything at you, even the bathroom sink yeah. to like fix you mm. rather than just like, and I do it myself. Mm. So I've been even mm. practicing, that's why I'm saying, cause I'm practicing it yeah. in my own life of going, oh yeah, I'm the person to just like try and get rid of you straight away. Mm. But, oh, you're telling me something and I'm not listening. And mm. it just gets louder and louder until you actually can't move. Yeah. That you're forced to then listen. It's a bit like and the family thing the that we were talking about yes. before, you know. Yeah. It's like it's one of those things that's a constant. And yes. so because it's been a constant, um, it's like we just kind of put it to the side. Yes. And it's like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. Yep. We need yeah. to face it. We need to sit with it. We need to listen to it more. Mm. Yeah. And then you might get, oh, you can just, I just need to like go and do that stretch or I just need to go and lie on the bolster or do a sound healing. Yeah. Mm. And as soon as you just, it's your body just wants to be heard, be seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we are again. Yeah. And it's amazing. I've had pain leave my body mm. in an instant just by, oh, I see you. Yeah. And I'm sorry, body, I didn't listen. Yeah. And it's that acknowledgement and it seemed like like you were talking to your child. Yeah. Mm. You do that to your own self, your own body, and mm. you're like, oh, I wake up the next day and it's gone. It's yeah. like, thank you for seeing me. Yeah. Now you can continue on your merry way. It's so true. 
It's so true. Now, really look, just on that, you know, like you no, it doesn't all happen that way. No, yeah. like, like yeah, if you it's have a transition of that's it, shifting of energy and that's it. And so yeah, sometimes we've got to witness the, and sometimes it's purely like even have some people on the mat. I'm like, wow, their body just is like, no, nah, I will not let you in. Yeah. And then go, okay, what am I missing? Where do we, where do we need to go? Because I tried this way, no, nah, tried that way, no. Nah. And then it's this massive, full emotional release. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it doesn't come out in first session with someone, but, and then all of a sudden it was like this, their body said, okay, next session you can come in. Yeah. I trust you. I trust you. It was mm. like, we needed to emotionally like release and I just held different acupoints and even just like the simple act of, you know, stroking someone's head and being held mm. like a baby of that mother, complete emotional release just mm. witnessing and totally embodying that and letting the emotion completely roll through every cell of your body wow and then you just it's like that calm after a storm and then it was just this going oh thank you um you can now work on the hip or you can now go into this part of the body now yeah it was i'll like open this, this door for yes. you <laughs> it was like a door being opened yes. yeah that's right wow that's so beautiful. That's I'm thinking. Oh, I haven't needed a session with Ray. Yeah, because when you talk about to the fascia, like um, that, that reflects the tone in our body and things as well, isn't it? Like you know, um, <laughs> that's a funny one, isn't it? Yeah, mm. the tone. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know how our body holds us. If yes. you want to, you know, holds us in shape, or you know where we sag, or. You know, and it's not. I'm not talking about wrinkles and this. Well, it is wrinkles, but you know, it's more than that. It's it's um, and then it's that I guess autonomy or the strength that we have within, as well as without how we hold ourselves present, how we walk through our day. So, well, I was. It's like the body is a complete reflection. Yes. In every yeah, aspect. That's it. That's yeah. right. The mm. spiritual, the emotional. Yeah. And it's like every experience you have is stored somewhere. Yeah. Mm. You know, I even think of like what Eckhart Tolle would always say yeah. with like how you've got, you know, pockets of emotion. Yeah. And even from your open-hearted ceremony. I still yeah. remember that picture <laughs> yeah. when you trigger each other. Yes, yeah. And um, it, it really is, it really is true. Yeah. And I guess that's where, um, and like even like with what you're saying where like Roland would say, you know, when you actually look at, like everyone's bones have got slightly different grooves on it because it's where the fascia is maybe it's tighter from and it's what what shapes does your body take all the time mm-hmm. like if you're a, a cyclist for example your body's always going to be in a certain shape yeah and so your fascia is going to tug on your bone and actually create certain grooves in your bone wow from the way your body is moving oh, in the yeah. shape so if you were to strip back and when he did a lot of the cadaver work he found that wow like Everybody, everybody that he worked on, there was slightly different grooves in different places on the bones where the fascia actually merges with the bone fibers. Yeah, wow. Mm. And then, you know, you've got not everything. It's the one thing that connects everything, but it separates everything from each other. Wow. The fascia in the body. Yeah. So when you let stop and go, oh, wow, it connects and touches everything. But every, like, even your liver is in a layer of fascia. And then your heart is in its own fascia. And then it's in like a whole bag of fascia. And yeah. then there's fascia around that. So wow. even every nerve ending in your body is wrapped in a little bit of fascia. Wow. And it all merges. So the, the quad Ooh. fascia merges into the adductor fascia. That merges into the hamstring fascia. 
Wow. So they're all like one piece. Yeah. The layers just intertwine. I keep visualising there's a picture on your uh, Instagram page, I think it is, and I have seen it on another page as well, where it's people dancing. But yes. Somehow, it's like they've put it in like it looks like um, fibres like yes. that are moving and da- and it's just it's so um, <laughs> you know captivating you can't stop watching it yes and mm. I can imagine that's the fascia you it know is. like dancing and every time you move somewhere it's like the whole body moves with it kind mm, of thing that's right yeah, yeah that's somewhere right. else it's so yeah. cool it's so cool now I want to I want to move on from yeah, this so just one thing uh, I want to add with that though because when because uh, when Thing, when, when you just described in as a fascia touches everything in our body and it separates everything um, and like there's a lot of talk like at the moment around the plasma that's in the universe and in um, different dimensions and things like that and I just got a really mm. big hit on our body fascia being all like a plasma is in itself a form of a plasma yeah mm. well um, what is it macro as in micro as in the macro it's mm. all it all it all reflects well, each other, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. See where that goes. I wanted right. to um, mm. just we've we've actually talked about a few of these questions as well. Yeah. But um, like I know you mentioned Bodhi. I know you've got two beautiful bonus kids as well. Yeah. Um, but I know you know being a, a mother and birthing a child mm. completely shifts yes. everything. Yeah. So what kind of things happened for you after you birthed Bodhi? We're going from being a practitioner. Oh, actually, now. even yeah. I think even I I'm just used going with my intuition here, but I think maybe you falling pregnant was the start of things yes. for you because you had that the most magnificent birthing story yes. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, I can imagine that you know the awakening journey went to a whole other place yeah. when you fell pregnant yeah. with Bodhi. And I remember having a session with Trev and him saying, this is actually like you are going through a rebirth mm. as you birth this baby. Oh. And that just like like switched something in my mind mm. and was like, wow, I'm actually completely, it's like being the caterpillar in the cocoon oh. and stepping into actually being the feminine. I was almost like pushed in a way oh. to really transform into being that. Yeah. And that was kind of the start of it. And a lot of the, that's also when the visions started and seeing things like Nikki Simmons is like the veil between what we can't see yeah. and the 3D self is almost becoming like it's transparent. Yeah. Mm. And that really stayed with me because I can starting to see like beings walk around as if they're as, wow. um, as clear as you sitting in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. And just witnessing that ever since birthing Bodhi, that has really shifted. Yeah. But also on the flip side, reaching some the darkest places yeah. inside yeah. myself yes, that yeah. did not even know yes, it was there. Yes, right. the, the, yes the, children the, can the do that. Yes. yes. <laughs> but then that pushed me to do, um, felt the calling, not pushed me, I should say, felt the calling to do Iowa yeah. retreat. So ayahuasca, we're ayahuasca. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so had my, and I've never been called to before. I'm like, oh, it'd be nice to do that one day, but it never came up. And it was literally this pinnacle of reaching the depths of myself of darkness. Which is so interesting, you wanting to do this now you're a mother. Like, yes. <laughs> it's like, like people, you know, because it can be terrifying, you yeah. know, when you, 
yeah this this whole process of ayahuasca mm. um and and being a mother you try and avoid things that put you in that place of fear. Another energy isn't it but as well? yeah, yeah you being called to it is like wow that's I'm like so having a two-year-old and like the teething was i literally did not sleep for 18 months yeah. like i don't even know how i drove a car yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow i was driving like a nana because i was so worried about like <laughs> delayed reactions yes um and i think i just read like i'm like i can't get any darker than this it's like it almost scared myself of where I went yeah Mm -hmm. and what was it was it the tiredness or was it the being a mother uh the tiredness tiredness, I think because Bodhi would wake up seven eight times a night hysterically screaming being that in much pain with his teeth yeah like one tooth would take three months to come out so literally from six months to just before like October last year he didn't sleep Like October the tenth at ten forty five. Yeah, it's like isn't it? Like he finally turned sleeping on me, breastfeeding on me, and then when I was treating and giving to people during the day, I literally just combusted. Yeah, like I literally just it's a big fell apart. Yeah, and like that's where I I did feel like I went into like hiding, and it probably only wasn't the start of this year that I kind of like walked out the cave. Yeah, was like, oh wow, look, everything's different. It's, a it's, yeah. time, it's time to be seen, Rihanna. Wow. Stop yeah. hiding. Out, yeah. of, out of hibernation. Yeah, it really was. Like, I honestly don't know where the last two years went. Yeah. I go, oh, you know, the boys were so saying, like, oh, didn't that just happen last year? They're like, no, Rhi, that was like four years ago. And I was wow. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just complete almost amnesia about yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so then, yeah, I think reaching, there was just this, okay, I'm doing it. What was the calling, though? Like, it was it that you did hit a rock? Like, why? I'm trying to put the two together. Yeah. It was like, I remember I dream a lot at night, but I don't remember it. And I remember waking up and it was just, um, cause I knew Brett and Kim were doing a retreat every six weeks or something. And I just woke up and was like, there was honestly like a voice in my head. Went okay. October. Yeah. Okay. That's all I heard. October. Yes. And I'm like, called my friend who helps run the treats. I'm like, is there a work retreat in October? And it was a different voice that I hadn't heard before. It wasn't my own. Okay. It wasn't like your higher self saying something. Mm. And it was like, is there a retreat? And she said, actually, there is. Don't worry, darling, we'll make room for you. And I'm yeah. like, you can't get much worse than yeah. this. <laughs> so the only way is up, right? And so, because at that point, and I was like an emotional wreck. Yeah. leaving because that's the first time I'd left Bodhi right and it was just I was still breastfeeding I didn't know how this was going to go like he was mm. so reliant on me yes but it was in that place where I'm just too exhausted to even do anything you had yeah. to do something else something and different yeah yeah and, and if you don't serve yourself then you won't better serve him yeah. yeah yeah it's like I was living I was felt like I was so depleted I was like a shell there's only the shell of me left yes mm. and so rocked up there and the first like like the first night was beautiful mm-hmm. and i was shown like it was so busy like the whole night i was sitting there just like in ceremony in ceremony yeah. realizing who i am yeah. seeing all this cool stuff and then the next night i just slept yeah people actually thought i had died <laughs> one guy came over at the end and was like man i got really close and i was trying to hear oh, if you were wow. still breathing i honestly thought you died it's like i had the vision was you were supposed um, to just go into a deep rest. I was actually mm, saw yeah. like a cocoon yeah. or like the mother's roots oh. and leaves coming over oh. me. And I, it felt like it took me an hour and I just went down, down back into the womb of the earth. Oh, wow. And I just had the, I honestly felt like I'd slept for a year. Yeah. And, a and I literally woke up 
kind of like five minutes before you know brett's like okay we're going to start to slowly come out so it was timed perfectly yeah yeah and like didn't remember a thing just deep deep sleep it was almost like i was completely being held oh Mm. maybe this is what people feel like Mm. when i'm treating them Mm. and holding them in that in the arms of the mother and then that night then i got all the all the like uh, shown everything what happened while oh. I was asleep oh wow. wow so it was like I thought oh well that's just it that was cool so yeah I'm gonna come back again just <laughs> yeah. <to> sleep <laughs> it's like a mother's dream put right? me in once a month <laughs> yes. I'll get those years back yes <laughs> no but um and then I was like oh like all this stuff happened while I was asleep so it was like just downloads of oh, like wow. like for hours until nine in the morning yeah I was like, cool, I better write that down. Yeah. Yes. And um, so that sort of started and I was like, then I was told, oh, this is this is the beginning of your journey. Yeah. Oh. It's like everything you've done since you were a kid. And I was kind of like, the ego was like, well, I've been working on myself forever. This won't be too hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I kind of go, oh, Watch you know out. what? We're going to drop you down a few pegs. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a student a, again. You're a student. And now <laughs> this is the beginning. Yeah. This is what I was sort of like, the feeling was. Yeah. And so that's really helped me. Um, and ever like they say the mother stays with you oh of course it's yeah. like you can just feel her in an instant there and she always helps me mm. support others well it's you since yeah mm. that's right you know it's it's you it's like it's so beautiful yeah i'm, I'm hearing what you're saying it's shown in all those ways so that's yeah. beautiful so that's, that's where we are where you are with Bodhi, and like now you feel very centered in where you're going and what you're doing and the the, yeah. the different elements of the of the zen and all of that are coming in and yeah. you know it, I know there's a lot of talk around to a lot of different modalities coming through you know um, that we've never seen before and I feel yes. like that's more because people are actually just owning their own gifts yeah and you talk about Zen you, you've learned from this person and that person but my feeling is that you're going to learn your own way you know and, yes. and you're going to bring in some elements mm, yeah. that you may be teaching others you know but it's it's your it's who you are and your essence coming through in the treatments that you give people yeah that's mm. it and this is all the learning and the discovering yeah part and yeah and even getting that opportunity to work with a lot more mums and pregnant yeah. women now so that Beautiful. just takes a whole nother fold because then i during pregnancy i would telepathically talk to Bodhi a lot yeah. and I just thought oh all mums do this yeah like yeah. i've often heard people say that they can connect with the their bubs yeah and even just like the other week, I actually saw the soul of a mum's baby come in oh, while wow. we were doing oh, the dance. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, so just this magical things where you're just in awe and it's like, wow, the, like you said, just our bodies or the place, the magic is just happening all the time. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be open to it. it hey. yeah. yeah. That's it. Literally just, I'm not doing this stuff. Yeah. It's like I'm just going, all right, I open, call it in. Like you're saying, for how do other people do this mm. is the willingness yeah. that Trevor always talks about. Yeah. The willingness and simply just like, mm. even if you're like new to this, it's kind of um, asking your yeah. guys for support and then you're like, oh, something just happened. <laughs> and that's almost like the all the synchronicity things. Oh, that just took no effort and it just happened for me. Absolutely. Or this person just walked into my life and you're that's exactly the person I need to help yeah. me with this. Yeah. And then you start to live in this life of just like flow, yeah, yeah, which is still like sacred feminine, but it's that openness, the willingness, yeah, 
and it kind of but still still partaking and taking responsibility for yourself too and making it happen absolutely well, you have to get, wake up in the morning put your clothes on brush your yes, teeth that's you know right. create food create you know getting your child to school things yeah. like those things it's 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 that it it's a flows out into the yeah. dance around everything doesn't it where yeah. like the flow is within you yes. but it's also within your environment yeah and there's a recognition of how you all work in together and yeah and it's yeah. like you said as the earth's ascending we're having to learn how to merge this in yeah and like live and be it together yeah rather than you know i'd always my oh that's cool that you know clairvoyance can like channel and talk to spirits and yeah stuff. and it's like wow it's like we all can actually yes yeah <laughs> i know oh, i wow, know they're like gonna be so cool to be that person it's so wild isn't it yeah. i totally hear what you're saying yeah. you know for a long time it was it was you know clairvoyance and that were like we we had them up on pedestals yeah. and and now it's like god that just seems so weird now like yeah. that you could just about talk to your your, your best friend and yeah. they could be saying to you look i felt this and i heard this and yep. this is what i feel now and that's clairvoyance you yeah. know it's mm. like it's in us all so innately and it's just message. about once we get the flow yeah what we've been talking about it's that just is in there naturally yeah just allow it in and then they're believing it yeah i really noticed as soon as i started believing whoa things just like shifted really it's like well thank you we've been waiting for you to just like own this <laughs> oh that's so beautiful and believe, yes believe it's not like you know some fairy tale it's not your head making up stuff yeah because mm. i was in a confusion a lot of going what's my how i self and what's my mind yeah because yeah. there's and that was the beautiful learning with ayahuasca is i was shown like all the different layers of my mind every yeah. perspective and you're like wow this is such an intricate yes thing and i was like i totally thought that was my higher self and it so wasn't <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sneaky bugger yeah <laughs> discernment it's a yeah. big one isn't it so it's like i spent hours just going whoa and look at like mm. it just played out in all these different ways and i was like wow i had no idea mm. how like almost crafted this mind and this brain that we've got it's so powerful isn't it that's a huge recognition in itself yeah isn't it? yes. because like you know it's, it's that it's leaning into trusting ourselves mm. even yes. on a deeper level again isn't it with seeing through that little um persona that's presenting there and playing the game of who you are yeah you know we do these things to ourselves as much as we see it out or what again it's that reflection what we see happening around us is literally happening within us mm as you say with that what we thought is our higher mind or our mm. you know wiser self or this but no it's still the ego yeah or it's still this or that yeah. and then you have that gift of that experience where all the filters come away and the you know the the veils yeah, yeah. that's right mm. and then you connect with oh there's the voice or the feeling of higher self so when you're trying to navigate in this life you can go oh you the confusion gets less and you start to speak and be more in your truth which i'm really learning at the moment is speaking my truth mm. i've spent so long and actually physically couldn't mm. want to say something and like nothing would come out yeah yeah and so just like really working on that and again nikki simmons helped me a lot with that stuff yeah, too beautiful of um yeah, and it's been coming out this last week and I'm almost surprising myself going, did I just say that? <laughs> like, usually I'd really think about what I say, you know, be the nice person yes. and let that person go in line or just, you know, put yourself last. I'm yes. like, actually, no, that doesn't work for me today. Yeah. I'm just 
who said that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even think it. It just came out. And I was Beautiful. like, this is cool. The yeah. confusion starts to go. You're speaking your truth. And I'm like, wow, this is such an empowering feeling. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So apart mm. from, you know, that Very speaking cool. up, speaking your truth when you need to, how do you know? Like, do you have a, is it a bodily thing for you when your higher self comes through, you know, around the truth? Or is it more of a someone speaking to you? Do you have a body? Does your body react? Do you feel it yes. in your heart space? Do you feel it somewhere, or are you just just certain now that you know the difference between your higher self and your mind? I still get yeah, I still get confused. Um, so I'm still in that learning of I'll have moments and I'm starting to still because when I'm moving so quick yeah. and like oh, I've got a hundred things to do trying to do it all that's often when it gets missed. Yeah, and I don't speak my truth or yeah. it comes out in more of an uncentered, distorted way and go, mm-hmm. oh, I could have said that a little bit more gently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Came yes. out very, no. Yes, <laughs> yes, I hear you, yeah. That yeah. sort of thing. But when yeah. I'm, that higher self, um, it's definitely a certain voice. It's a certain feeling Yeah. in my body. Like the whole body has a certain feeling. And then when it's kind of happened, you're going to go, wow, that actually feels good. There's that empowered feeling that I'm not used to feeling that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, you often when you haven't spoken your truth, you walk away feeling that frustration or angry at myself. I knew I wanted to say this and I didn't yeah. say that. And yes. now this has played out because of it. So that that little stuff that happens afterwards, not speaking truth, doesn't happen. Yeah. When you're Beautiful. on point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good little tip there. But yeah, I just see it's like, oh, I'm using mm. this life to practice yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. And like Mark said to me, you know, because um, often it's learning with the kids a lot. They're yeah, my greatest they're teachers. Fabulous. Yep. <laughs> oh, that really didn't turn out. And Mark's like, you know what? They're really forgiving. Yes, they are. <laughs> and like I remember like going, oh, I said something to Sonny that I shouldn't have said. And and then like he was upset with me. And then an hour later, he's like, do you want to do drawing? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, see, he's already forgotten. Yeah. There was forgiven. just this pure like, just love and forgiveness. And I love you, Re. Give me a cuddle at yeah. night. And I was like, oh, I thought. I thought he would have hated me for a lot longer. Yeah, and <laughs> I so think they are. But yeah, yeah. and that's, that's where the undercurrent is so strong of the love is so real. It's and the trust there that mm. um, not even thinking the child, not even where children don't it takes them a long time to get to a point where they start to think, oh, she's doing that because she doesn't like me. Yeah, they're always thinking. That, that that you know you're you're acting from love or you're you know you're in the space of like we're in this together there's so yeah. many second it's chances so gorgeous. There? Yes. <laughs> there's so many second chances they're so mm. accepting and um they let you off the hook because they want to be let off the hook you know because they make mistakes too and it's like that's what i'm becoming yeah even though i don't have real up oh, well i've got my grandbabies now um, who are just so speaking their truth. You know, it's so beautiful. Yeah, they're gorgeous. So beautiful. There's so so little complication yeah. in the um, interactions. And yeah. The I'm getting now from mm. Hugo. Yeah. Uh, Nini, what are you thinking about? This oh, is what he really? says to me now, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay, this is what Nini's thinking about. And then he's, you know, he doesn't. I think he takes it on, but it's like, Oh, let's play trucks. <laughs> it's like, but for him to even ask that question is just so beautiful. You know, yes. the kids, once you give them enough space, it's like the things they ask you. The beginning of so awareness beautiful. of you. Yeah. And recognizing yeah. you and seeing you. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to move on to, the la- to our last question, actually, too. So how long have you been practicing the Zen Thai for now? 
since 2014. Okay. So nearly 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah, so I've, I really don't do much of the personal training stuff anymore. Yeah. It's kind of moved into... Um, I do do some one-on-ones and mm. I started a Zoom session where I call it a recovery class because we learn myofascial release, how to release your own fascia mm-hmm. and to give you tools of how to rehydrate um, your tissue and that sort of somatic awareness of that fluid body yeah. connecting mm-hmm. in with that and Beautiful. how to yeah bring you from learn, I guess, learn in your own experience of how it works for you, how to connect with your body from a sensation level yes so i'm really passionate about movement i still Mm. love movement and go how can you also look after and nurture your body and learn your body's own language Mm. but then also doing the the healings and the zentai wutai magic Mm. whatever that's evolved into now yeah i don't even have a a label for it yeah which is beautiful the retard (laughs) let's not lock it in to anything Yes. So the movement thing is still like from going because, you know, I feel like your childhood really just created this beautiful, mm-hmm. even though you described it with a sense of aloneness and, and loss, yes. that just that amazingly grounded open space mm. of connection with energies that were yes. not necessarily tangible, but so in resonance, yes. you know. Um, prepared you prepared you mm. yeah yeah and it's actually you just saying that something popped in and it was like oh wow it's often i actually felt so safe in my body yeah i actually didn't feel safe out here mm. i never saw it this way before whereas often people don't feel safe in their body that they leave yeah whereas for me it's like i felt i've always been so grounded and just knew the path i was walking on yeah in some ways mm-hmm. And, but that's where I almost kind of really went in mm. and really got to know this on such a yeah deep level mm. that I can even sense and feel it in others to even animals. Yeah. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Beautiful. That's yes. another little aha moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I could feel that from when you first started today, yeah. like talking about, I didn't know that you had that with animals but it just makes so much sense Mm -hmm. now when you when you have a treatment with you it's like you just do exactly what they've been doing to you yeah it was almost like that was the purpose sharing sharing and you were destined to do that for for humans you know they were just saying we're just going to show you this so when you get bigger and older (laughs) (laughs) you can do this for others yes yeah it's so beautiful so um how like this one doesn't even really make sense for you, but how do you see the world now through Ree's eyes? Like after everything we've been through in the last few years and yeah. all of that, how do you see the world now? Well, that's a big, that's a big question. Yeah. It's interesting because mm. we are in a we we are in very much a very internal space right now where it's it is a lot about self-reflection yes. you know it's a lot about um what's going on for for me personally you mm-hmm. know so to ask that question feels quite and yet bizarre. it's kind of like that as a yeah. you know it is bizarre but also like because it is about the internal but because of the experience of the last couple of years there's also the aspect of like we don't have any uh, choice or freedom or uh, around mm. what that means because I'm being told to do this or there's you know the world is doing that so I have to be in response to that so it's a 
Mm. It's a reactive state or a fight or flight state, you know, that, um, you know, stressed state of response to the world. And we're mm. trying to come back in, you know, there's that part of us that really wants to come back into what you're talking about, Re, where we're sitting in our bodies and we're mm. um, free in our bodies to move and flow as yes. it feels right to us. Yes. So... Um, Kind of where you're sitting in your world as uh, being in your family, but or in your in your person and who you are as as, as a sovereign and autonomous being, yeah. as well as the healer and that practitioner. Mm. I mean, you're kind of in that space where you're helping to create space for other people to move to where the world's needing to go, isn't it? Like, like I'm yeah. in a really f- big sense around. Yes. Uh, it's moved it's changed mm. and I feel like that perspective of how do I see the world now is like it keeps changing yeah and yeah not to put a time frame but like almost like every few months yeah like I've gone through a, a period of going feeling the sadness of yeah. the collective and just like or just in one being and or even working in their body it's like where's their soul mm. and so just feeling that but on the individual but then also the collective so i've gone through that place of feeling the sadness like your heart is breaking yeah yeah but then on the flip side as feeling the the earth ascending and then you're seeing these people wake up it's like yes yeah you're seeing it and they're like oh this happened this happened and it's changing really quickly yeah finally like feel free in myself not you know finally living their truth or their purpose Mm, yeah and then so you go through i'm like yeah good things are coming yeah and then being able to um i guess connect in with the beings that are around us seeing Mm. that more and having conversations with them or where to go and you just go wow this is exciting to be able to really feel you yeah and that we're going to start to really merge and live together and like what's next yeah like Uh. it's this it's moving quite quickly but there's like this excitement yeah for it at the same time yeah definitely and it is a view it is a it is a perspective isn't it it's like all about perspective it's like you can choose however you want to see it and like if you want to see it like that it's it can be amazing and there's um there's so much available for you yeah but you can also see it in a different way and it can you know tear you down to see the unseen the unseen i guess what you're describing too re is that um, the elements, the energies around um, what your choices are, the timelines that people choose. Yes. You know, if they're um, choosing, I guess, the mainstream, if you want to put it that way, mm-hmm. which I guess is tied into a lot of challenge and probably a lot of grief or. Um, you know constructs and being contained in certain paradigms and yet there's a joy aspect which she's saying is like oh seeing the alternatives the freedom the, mm. the space that we can move into like you know it's kind of what joe what you were describing and what you were describing is kind of like okay am i going to choose the the black or the white um you know two different constructs two different timelines 
but coming back to okay well where am i in myself where is my healing where is my pain where is my recognition of self where's my mm. you know um purpose yeah you know asking those questions and what you've been describing today has been so fully around that like at 13 stepping into doing a workshop which was all around that and then continuing your journey on from then mm. yeah because uh, how old are you now Ree? I'm going to be 32 next week. Oh, <laughs> that's so beautiful. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a very yes. big journey, you wow. know. It's, a, yeah. it's an incredible amount of embracing expanse and soul. Mm. Yeah, it just really yeah. fills me with so much. I don't know. Um, you know, just seeing that the, you get, I've been getting a sense of the new earth just sitting here with you today, yeah. just like what that space is all about. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and it's can can feel it can I have the opportunity to see it. Yeah. yeah, and it's like oh, this feeling of freeing out, mm. and it's like everyone wants that feeling of being free, so yeah. of being seen, yeah. of mm. being totally unconditionally loved. Yeah, and it's like I'm barking on this journey, like discovering it at the same time. Mm. Like I'm, I guess in this time I'm still young yeah and like so got heaps more years ahead of me i know yeah <laughs> and another another bub on the way oh, oh my god, god. not now serious? not now oh. <laughs> i was gonna say it's 11 11 no, <laughs> no. it's 29 so that's 11 so we's just to create 11, 11, 11. Not she's decided. not pregnant <laughs> i'm not pregnant. not pregnant let's make that very clear <laughs> but have been yes thinking about it in connection with it. yeah and yeah so already met the soul yeah oh, beautiful <laughs> so yeah. we're having conversation with the soul yeah of who um, we're going to bring in next but the she the timing's not right yet. yeah yeah and yeah. as just like Bodhi they just know yeah mm, they know when they're coming in like took three years yeah. of calling Bodhi in before yeah. he came yeah. yeah so I hope I don't know if it's gonna be that long this yeah. one. but yeah. yeah it's lovely to be able to connect with the soul mm. and really get to know them before they're even mm-hmm. that's so beautiful here and I talked to Bodhi about like have you met your sister yet or Cool. And he goes, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Talking about that pure essence. Like, so Would you like to do this? No. Yeah. He just knows his mind, yeah. knows who he is. Mm-hmm. And he'll just hold my face and oh. give me a kiss because he doesn't say a lot of words yet, but there's just, he's such a switched on yeah. kid. He just, the expressions in his face. Well, there's no need know. for words. You yeah. Know? It's like, that's the other thing too. It's the animal like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's I'm just no going to feel you. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. Which we'll be running mad playing with his brothers and just go mummy and then just runs in for like the biggest hug where they wrap their little arms around your neck and like nestle in it's like oh i just needed that and then just walks off and goes and plays again (laughs) that's so beautiful that's a lovely way to end yes on a a chat and with a hug (laughs) yes thank you so much for coming Mm. in and sharing sharing your journey it's really been so beautiful and so expansive yeah so expansive yeah, because um, oh, you mentioned about the birthing story too, and I wanted to mention that you've already spoke. We didn't really touch there on it today because there's a podcast. What there is, is a podcast. Yeah, so you'll say, share that. Really I will share, share it, yeah. but do you want yes. to say it too? What, it's what? called um, A Place Called Birth with Megan Amore. So yeah. She was our doula. Oh. And there's like an hour podcast on there to hear the, the story. story. It's which, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's very very inspiring yes. it blew me away yeah 
It's so beautiful. It blew me away even though I was it. It started as one woman and came out someone on the other end. It's so amazing. Like literally I've heard it and I cried nearly the whole way through it because it's just so inspiring and so I just loved your um, uh, determination. You just knew what you wanted. Mm. Yeah. And that was so beautiful. Yeah. And that's it was the and it really hits a chord in my heart yeah. because my whole intention was for this birth was I wanted to give him the best start yeah. that he could. And, and I, I did everything in my power to make sure that happened. And, and you did it so well. Yeah. And so I didn't beautifully. know and you don't know how it's gonna play out. Yeah. You can do all the right things. Yeah. And and put your whole heart and soul on, but you have no idea how it's going to play out. Yeah, and the first birth is always, true. you know, because it is the first birth. It's such an incredibly huge experience to step into and be a yes. part of. But to go in with that, yeah, intention and awareness. We'll let the mm. listeners go on and listen to that podcast because yes. it's totally worth listening to um, for any new mums or past mums oh, as really well because yeah. it's just so incredible. But thank you so much, for Ree, for coming in. I'll oh, pop all your details if yes. anyone would like a little treatment from yeah, yeah. Ree. Um, yes. It's a it's a must do to have that experience. So thank you, honey. Thank no, you. No, thank you for having me. Thank you, gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for listening. And remember, all links to our guest are in the notes. Leave us a comment here or message us on Instagram. How our guest today connected with you, or perhaps something you wish to share. A special thank you to the blissful Ksenia Luki for our theme song. Joe and I will be with you next week. Bye. Ciao. She teaches me lessons. And boy does she sing. Her voice sways like a hummingbird flying like a shooting star. She whispers you were never born so you will never die.